Hello there, it's Jamila Jamel. Take a deep breath. Let your breath out slowly to the count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Do you feel better? Well, on my podcast, I Weigh, this month we'll be exploring ways to tackle mental health and feel better with guests like Simon Sinek from The Optimism Company, therapist Vienna Farron, comedian Neil Brennan, and many more. Listen to I Weigh wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, peeps. Help Me Be Me is underfunded and needs your help. If you enjoy listening to this or it helps you at all, please visit helpmebeme.com and click donate or visit me on Patreon. Thanks. Hi friends, it's Sarah May, and this is an episode all about PMS. (laughs) Sorry dudes. Well, maybe it'll help you if you are trying to learn about somebody, but this is really for the ladies. So this is an episode about um, preventative PMS. And I would love to hear from you. So email me or tweet me if you have any anecdotes that you'd like to share or tips that you would like to share. And I will put them at the beginning of the next episode. Because I know it's one of those things that people who suffer immensely from it, they probably have way better information than what's out out there in, you know, writing. So here we go. Um, Well, PMS is the result of hormones. And hormones are a fucking bitch. They can make you feel crazy in all sorts of situations, from sex making you feel like you are attached and in love with somebody you're not in love with, or making you feel like your life is over and bawling your eyes out over something that seems like a very valid reason, um, but it's not. It can also make you scream at somebody you care about uh, for something that's very small and trivial. And that's because it is a a very intense um, chemical reaction that basically exacerbates one um, emotion or feeling in a different direction, depending on what, where your hormones are going. If you want to hear an extreme example, you can listen to the This American Life episode about testosterone, because um, that would be a hormone that would make you feel different than estrogen. So with... Intense PMS, it kind of compromises your rational, cool, calm, happy self and puts you in a position that feels, well, borderline dangerous. And I know there are a lot of people who don't go out when they are, like, about to get their period because of how dangerous it is for others um, that they care about. They, like, don't trust themselves. So I want to give you a little bit of background about it, including basically all the info I could find on the internet. And if you're a severe sufferer, you likely have already looked at all that stuff, but I'm going to include a lot of stuff, so hopefully I'll have something to offer you. Um, at, at the very least, maybe you'll feel less guilty <laughs> if you've just um, unleashed rage at somebody you care about because of PMS. So with that, let me get to the why. What is causing this? Why is it getting worse? Why am I somebody that suffers from gnarly PMS. So a lot of people look at the female cycle as like a natural purging method. Like when all the unvented emotions are flushed out and basically that they are real, that they need to come out, and then they are just normally unknown to us. 
Like they're cut off parts of ourselves. I'm not sure if I would go all the way on that, just because I think hormones can make you believe opposite things. Um, and it can change your personality in many ways, depending on your hormone levels. And because it, it motivates your body to do certain things. So I would say when it comes to PMS, I would think of it like your body and your emotions are on an extreme setting. And just like your hormones can make you bond to your baby, they can also make you feel rage um, toward a spouse. And yes, on some level, it is anger that has been unvented and that it, it in some ways coming out. However, it's like an exacerbated version. So it feels more extreme because of these hormonal imbalances. It's like you on crack. So the hormones are making everything like on the highest setting. And it doesn't mean that they don't exist or the feelings are not from you, but they are just pushed to these extremes that otherwise wouldn't exist. So for a lot of people, it hormones tend to get worse as you get older. And that also comes with things like acne and weight gain and water weight gain and depression and fatigue and anxiety and cravings and rage followed by crying. I mean, it's like a whole laundry list of other symptoms that come with PMS. And kind of what's happening is your hormones are doing like loop-de-loops. Like your estrogen levels go up and your progesterone levels go down. And there are a lot of other things that can, let's say, inflame it or worsen it. So for example, if you are stressed out or you drink a lot of alcohol or you don't exercise regularly or you drink a lot of caffeine, um, if you eat a lot of non-organic beef or dairy, basically all of those are triggers for worse PMS because of the hormones that are in cows. Um, and not to mention xenestrogens, which are found in personal hygiene household products. And they, these are all things that alter your estrogen and they um, make your levels more extreme. So like things like that, xenestrogens are things like parabens in skin products or pesticides in foods. And there are too many to list, but I will put a link in the description of this podcast. Or you can just Google xenoestrogen list. Think I'm saying that right? No idea. Also, eat and buy organic as much as you can. Because your hormones are affected by things like toxins. Especially when you get older, because your hormones are kind of, they're very affected by your adrenal glands. That's why stress is a really big factor, because cortisol taxes your system and your other hormone production is compromised. It's also uh, dangerous because estrogen levels can also, like, oh, uh, what do you call it? Estrogen dominance can lead to illnesses. So there is a, um, an estrogen-dominant test, like a saliva test. So you can actually look into getting one of those if you think this might be happening for you. So basically, the solutions for severe PMS come from trying to balance your body before you start PMSing. You want to make your hormones stable and not crazy. So things that anything that can balance you, no crash diets, um, anything you can do to get lots of rest, exercise, 
etc. So the tools coming up here are going to be super basic. They're very kind of no duh, but I'll list them anyway. And then I also have a couple links that I will put to other resources. It's like, um, there's one list that is super extensive. This man named Dr. Hyman, uh, has that seems legit. So I'm going to put a link to that. So here's just like my list minus his. The first one is exercise. Get at least 30 minutes of ex exercise four to five times a week. Basically anything to get your heart rate open, up, heart rate up. Um, stop your intake of refined sugars and refined carbs and try to eat organic as much as possible. And alcohol counts as a sugar. And it, what it does is it prevents your body from like getting rid of excess estrogen. So if you can't stop drinking completely, then just stop drinking and do this balancing for at least a week before you would get PMS. Second one, take probiotics. So your gut bacteria helps you shed impurities and the, it gets out like, you know, a lot of the bad, the bad toxins. So if, um, if you have imbalances in your gut bacteria, it can worsen because it will basically make your body reabsorb estrogen back into your blood, even after your liver has tried to like flush it out. So second one, stay probiotics. Third one, clean up your diet. I already touched on this, but cut out as much refined flour, sugar, processed foods as you can. Eat organic food, especially when it comes to animal products. Um, if you can, cut out as much caffeine as you can and cut out as much alcohol as you can at least a week before your cycle. And um, as much as you can, keep your blood sugar balanced. So eating proteins, and especially in the morning, and more omega-3s. So we have an excess of omega-6s because of corn and everything is cooked in corn oil. So that makes our bodies very out of whack. So we need the other omega-3s to balance out the omega-6s, and that's specifically EPA and DHA, but mostly EPA. So aim to take a minimum of 1,000 milligrams of EPA a day and 500 of DHA a day. That's at least what I take, and I find it's quite, uh, I, I think it works. So the fourth one, supplements. Besides the omega-3 fatty acids, um, by the way, make sure they are molecularly distilled. I like the Nordic Naturals brand. Um, other things like B6, B12. Um, I recommend Garden of Life and Now Naturals. Um, also, Vitex Chastberry. This is also really good to get your cycle to be very regular. Um, the other doctor dude, as I mentioned, Dr. Hyman, he has like a laundry list of supplements. So I'm just going to link to that article and you can look up, look at all of them. I've actually haven't tried a lot of them, so I don't want to wreck any of them because I don't know. So number five, tackle your stress and any depression. So just like you want to exercise to get, to relieve your body of a lot of the stress and some of the toxins, Things like meditation, yoga, breathing exercises, hiking, laughing, watching lots of comedies, maybe smoke a little pot. I would say do whatever works for you. Get your balance 
and your mental awareness of life like back into your physical memory because PMS can really aggravate underlying depression and it can also um, be just triggered by a lot of stress. So just reset yourself and reset your, your life ratio as often as possible. You are not your job. You are more than that. Or you are not your finances. You are more than that. So just make sure to keep everything um, balanced and in perspective. I also recommend going to therapy. If you have underlying depression, go to therapy or get lots of sun uh, and also get lots of sun. Number six, cover it with warning labels. So basically when you are in a rage state, make sure to stick a warning label somewhere in your bouts of rage. It's really helpful to externalize the PMS as something that's an outside entity. It's not you. It doesn't define you. It is this thing that happens to you. So make that the problem and that the the demon that takes over your body so that you can talk about it with your friends or your spouse and basically put your symptoms in the the frame that separates them from you. So like before you're going to start PMSing, like tell people like this is my week coming up, just heads up. Um I'll give you a signal if I need you to clear the area. Like really help them know how to deal with with it and like educate them. It's not you, it's this thing that happens to you. Like you're turning into the Hulk. So for example, God, get out of my way, I hate you. Um, also, I'm super cranky right now. That would be a warning label. Or, you can't do anything right, get the fuck out of my face. Also, I'm super hormonal. That would be your warning label. Better if you say it beforehand, but basically you're giving someone a piece of context about the state you're in that takes the pressure off of the thing you've said and just gives them a little bit of info so they don't feel so terrible. Um, another way to think about this is narration. So just like, I'm really sorry. I can't talk to you right now because I'm really, really fucking pissed off for no good reason. And I don't know why, but I feel like I hate you and I need you to be away from me because I'm about to lose it. Like, that's a very kind way of being ragey. Number seven, soften the blow. So basically, things are going to come out pretty bad while you're PMSing. But when you are in that state, when you know it's your week, like think of ways you can soften the blow of your language, of your PMS. So things like typing them out, if you email things or if you text things just while you're PMSing, I feel like that's a buffer where it just softens it because it's not verbal. Even if you're typing in all caps, it's like less intense. Even if the person's sitting across from you, it's like, Whatever you can do to create a buffer or a delay. So, for example, I use Boomerang for emails. So that'll send, like, my email out in 10 minutes. You can also set it for, like, an hour. And it's free, so download it. But that means that you're editing, you're able to delay yourself, and you can edit yourself when you know that they're too mean. Also, whatever you can say... Uh, you have to. You think you have to say immediately to somebody, and you're like raging out, and you're like, I have to tell them, and it's gonna drive me insane. 
write it down and set a timer and say it in an hour. Basically, whatever you can do to delay the venom. Um, that's softening. Number eight, I guess this would be um, the rational scale of extremity. So this is good for you to use when you are hyper-emotional and you're, you can't tell if you're thinking something rational that like you would actually care about or if it's just the PMS. So this is like a little cheat sheet when you're like, am I blowing this way out of proportion? Am I losing my mind or am I like really angry? Write down on a piece of paper or on your phone the worst thing you can imagine that would make you like the maddest thing, maddest you could possibly be. Then write the mildest thing you can imagine that would make you kind of annoyed. So let's say one is um, taking a baseball bat to your car. And then the mildest is like taking a piece of gum without asking. Then fill in, put like 10 marks in between those two things. So one is a level 10, one is a level 1. So where does this thing fall in that scale? So if the thing you're thinking of is below the five, the 50% mark, that means you are not going to bring it up and it is not worth fighting about. If it's below 50%, if it's below the halfway, bring, you can bring it up if you still care in 12 hours. And that's all. That's like your rule. Unless it's like above 50, it's not a big enough deal for you to be bringing up right now. It's not worth it. The next one, try alternative therapies, and I would say try them, try a lot of different ones, and maybe try them in combination. So, like, if you're going to change your entire diet, that'd be a great thing to try, maybe also in addition to acupuncture. Um, I also heard, read a couple things that were very into homeopathic treatments for PMS. Um, I know that there is some sort of new form of Prozac that supposedly works for PMS, but I would say avoid meds unless you have to try them because uh, with anything like that, they're likely to have side effects and the symptoms come back as soon as you stop using the meds. So it's like, I don't know, I would say try everything before you have to go there. In closing, um, try and just go all in, you know? like that's how I think you can see the most change the most quickly. So just alter your diet, try and eat more fruits and vegetables, whole grains, especially the week before you get PMS, get lots of exercise and rest and cut down your exposure to toxins of all kinds, like including herbicides, um, bleached products, solvents, and maybe try getting a estrogen dominance test just so you know what you're facing. Um, And if you can limit your intake of alcohol and caffeine, just try um, giving yourself a running start on this and know that it's not you forever. If you really want a cure or you want something that will help soothe you just a very little bit, it's just about trying everything until one thing finally works. So I hope you find that thing and I hope this helps. And don't forget to smile.
Speaking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.